the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Appreciate you guys being loyal fans of the show, and I sometimes really do not know how many uh, fans of the show there are uh, until I do something like the other day where I was at the Metropolitan Club luncheon and I asked for your prayers, and I definitely received many. I felt your strength going in there talking about House Bill 616. It was not a friendly crowd. Troy McIntosh and I of CCV were the only two advocating for the protection of kindergarten, first, second, and third graders. No gender ideology, no sexual orientation until grade four. Wow, never thought that'd be a controversial position here in the United States. Likewise, I never thought this would be a controversial position. A graduation speech last Friday for River Valley High School. And when I read this story... uh, On the website of the Columbus Dispatch from the Marion Star, I hearken back to a text that a friend sent me in the aftermath of my appearance at the luncheon before the Wokesters about House Bill 616. And this friend is one of my tiger moms in the Olentangy district. She knows who she is. I don't want to mention her name because I she has a somewhat unique first name. At least it's possible for people to narrow her down by her first name, and I'm not going to do that to her because she's got courage, and uh, I admire people who have courage. But she said to me that she appreciated that I was willing to go to the luncheon and put myself out there inviting tough conversations. You have the courage to be disliked, to stand up for others and speak the truth. Those are some of the most admirable qualities anyone could Possess. I appreciate that very much, and those kinds of affirmations help strengthen me in my resolute uh, commitment to battling for truth. And I thought about that, and I thought about how uh, I've said before that I don't like not being liked, but that I don't dislike it enough to do the things that I would have to do to be liked, and that is being tepid on things that I feel are the only hope our culture has of being able to make it back from the brink of sliding down into a pit that I can't foresee us ever coming back from. And I see that culturally when (laughs) future Supreme Court justices won't say what a woman is, when we are so uh, open-minded that our brains have fallen out on whether someone who's born with male biology can win an NCAA Women's Swimming Championship— I spoke uh, after the uh, luncheon the other day here on Thursday's show about my uh, favorable impression of Denzel Porteous of Stonewall Union. And I thought Mr. Porteous was very uh, a very reasonable man, a very uh, kind man, uh, very, you know, nice in his manner, not like the uh, Wicked Witch of the West from Equality, Ohio. 
but anyway, uh, Mr. Porteous said something on the podium that, like, just, I-, I was astounded. He was talking about his daughter, and he said, I don't know who told her she's a girl. She says she's a girl. I've never told her she was a girl. And I'm like, not the time or place to get into an argument about that. It was just, I mean, (laughs) I'm thinking, who told her she was a girl? Like, it's intuitive. She has female biology. She knows she's a girl. You may not want to acknowledge it. Katanji Brown-Jackson doesn't want to acknowledge it. Maria Bruno from Equality Ohio doesn't want to acknowledge it. The Austin head of Planned Parenthood doesn't want to acknowledge it before Congress. When she's asked if men can get pregnant and have an abortion, she says yes. And the follow-up should have been, how many have you had at the Austin Planned Parenthood clinic? Men who were pregnant coming in for an abortion because the answer would be zero, the same as her IQ. So I thought about my friend's text, you have the courage to be disliked. And I thought about the famous, I'll say story, but I don't know if it's a true story. It was depicted in the film All the President's Men. You know, back when I was an idealistic journalist and I watched All the President's Men and they busted Richard Nixon and the Watergate conspirators conspirators on Watergate. And the, the in the movie, and I don't know if this happened in real life, but in the movie, Deep Throat tells Bob Woodward's character in the movie, I forget if it was Redford or Dustin Hoffman, about this crazy lawyer who worked for John Mitchell, the attorney general. And he says the lawyer's name is G. Gordon Liddy. And he said, I saw Liddy once at a party hold his palm of his hand face down over a candle until his flesh was burning. And he didn't even move. He didn't react. He didn't show any pain or any discomfort. And the person at the party said to G. Gordon Liddy, what's the trick? And Gordon Liddy responded back, supposedly in the story, maybe in real life too, the trick is not minding. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the trick that all of you have to get to, and this is a really, really good time to get to it, where you don't mind being labeled. Because if you can get to the point where you don't mind being labeled, guess what happens? No, no, you won't stop being labeled. You'll be labeled a racist. You'll be labeled homophobic. You'll be labeled Islamophobic, xenophobic, and any other phobic they can come up with. But the label, once you get to the point where you don't mind it, will stop having power over you. And so in that vein, I salute Jim McGuire. Jim McGuire, who I do not know, but I'd love to have on my show, is the owner of J.L. McGuire and Associates. And it's a manufacturing company in Marion County. And he must be successful because he was asked to speak at River Valley High School's graduation. Now, I don't know how many graduations Jim McGuire has attended over the years, but Jim McGuire, probably back when he graduated, heard a speech much like the one he gave. But it was a trip into the Wayback Machine for those who heard it. Now, let's just examine the whole, like, purpose of a graduation speech, right? The purpose of a graduation speech, as I understand it, is to give sound, solid advice to graduates 
to spur them on. Follow this path. You're embarking on life. You've graduated. Now you're going out into the world. You're going to make a difference in the world. And here, me who is honored to be here to have the task of inspiring you as you head out into the world, I'm going to chart a course. I'm going to give you a path. I'm going to shine a light what you should do and where you should go if you would like to be successful. And that is clearly to me what Jim McGuire decided to do. And so he recommended to the graduates that they should spend time learning God's word and pursuing biblical principles. Good on you, Jim McGuire. Good on you, baby. And he said this, according to the Marion Star, choose a spouse, I suggest, I also strongly suggest to make sure to choose biblical principles. You know, a male with a female and a female with a male. Now, can you imagine, can you imagine in the 1960s, 70s, 80s, or 90s saying that and it being even eyebrow raising, controversial in any way, shape, or form? And don't tell me, oh, but now we're so much more enlightened. No, We are so open-minded, our brains have fallen out because the Bible sets forth principles for harmony with God and inner harmony, inner harmony, and I discuss this all the time when we're talking about the movement toward widespread acceptance of gay rights. I've said before, I've never started a sentence, never, ever in my life, nor will I ever start a sentence The way I saw Shannon Harden, Columbus City Council president, start a sentence the other day in the dispatch, and the way I've heard Don Lemon start a sentence on CNN and other networks multiple times, they start sentences as a black gay man. As a black gay man. They see themselves via their characteristics, their racial characteristics, their ethnic characteristics, and their sexual preference characteristics. When I describe myself... And I bet when Jim McGuire describes himself, do you know how I describe myself? As a husband and as a father. Or, I would say, as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Now, as a husband and as a father, what am I describing? I'm describing relationships. Relationships. I'm a husband to my wife. I am a father to my daughters. I am a disciple to my Lord and my Savior. Those are relationships. Now my question becomes, will we have... Will we have a more orderly, successful society if we see each other relationally and prioritize relationships, or will we have a more orderly society if we all congregate in our tribes and see people by our characteristics? I know Martin Luther King's answer to that question was, I hope, I dream, I have a dream That one day my children will be seen by what? Not the color of their skin, by the content of their character. The Reverend Martin Luther King said that. But you don't hear a lot about Martin Luther King these days from the left. And when you do, you hear him referred to as Dr. Martin Luther King. Why is that? We'll discuss next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Hope you have a big weekend planned. I certainly do. Looking forward to taking in some high school softball 
state championship games. Love to watch young people achieve their dreams and also get a little yard work done. Big graduation party coming up in the Hooley family a week from uh, Sunday. So looking forward to getting all that done. Uh, We were talking about the interesting banishment of Martin Luther King Jr. from the conversation in our country about how we reconcile the races, right? We have gone backwards since Barack Obama's election as president. I think Barack Obama is the worst president in my lifetime, worse than Joe Biden, because without Barack Obama, Joe Biden would have faded off where he ought to be at, you know, C.D. Acres Nursing Home in Delaware. So he resurrected the political career of Joe Biden, and we have Joe Biden as president because Barack Obama needed a non-threatening white face to be his vice president. And Barack Obama made people see things through the prism of race again. If you criticize Barack Obama, you weren't criticizing policy. You were criticizing his skin color, and you had to be a bigot. So that's why I think Barack Obama is the worst president we ever had. So if we're going to get back to where we can relate again as uh, Americans rather than as black Americans and white Americans and Asian Americans and gay Americans and straight Americans, if we're going to get back to that, then I think a great template to follow would be the most consequential, transformative person in American history when it came to bridging the gap in race relations in our country, and that is unquestionably Martin Luther King Jr., But as I said, Martin Luther King Jr. is not mentioned very often, if ever, by the left. Why? Because they don't want to follow the template that Martin Luther King Jr. gave us in his I Have a Dream speech. I want my children to be seen someday by the content of their character rather than by the color of their skin. No, no. The left now prizes intersectionality, which is separating everybody into groups. In fact, they push back hard against House Bill 616, because House Bill 616 says you can't teach divisive concepts, and it labels intersectionality as a divisive concept. And if you describe yourself the way Columbus City Council President Shannon Harden does, or the way CNN anchor Don Lemon does, as a black gay man, then you are somebody who is prizing intersectionality, your skin color and your sexual preferences. I, and I think most sane people, describe themselves by their relationships. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a brother. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ, whatever. The thing I notice about the banishment of Martin Luther King from the left is that even when he is mentioned, do you notice how he is referred to? He is Dr. Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King. Now, he is never the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., Because the left, if they have to give him grudging mention, does not want to mention that the most transformative person in the history of America when it came to racial relations was someone who dedicated his life to being a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. No, we can't mention that he was a reverend. We'll just label him a doctor. So the left hates God. So we shouldn't be surprised that Jim McGuire's graduation speech at River Valley High School so angered the left. I told you, he got up at River Valley High School. He's a graduate. He owns a manufacturing company. He's an esteemed alumni. He's asked to chart a course for students in the future, shine light on the path they should follow to success, and he says, follow biblical principles. 
And the biblical principle that he highlighted was choosing a spouse, a male with a female and a female with a male. Okay, so the story is reported by Sophia Veneziano in the Marion Star. And Sophia, she must be auditioning for a role at the dispatch. I'd watch my back. Haley B. Miller, uh, this woman here, she's got uh, she's got uh, right-wing assassin written all over her, just like you do. Uh, she managed to write a three-page type double-space story here for the Marion Star and didn't find a single person in all of Marion County or anyone who attended the River Valley graduation who thought Jim McGuire made absolute total sense to the graduates. Not because no one thought that, but because, of course, either... There are people who aren't like G. Gordon Liddy and aren't like me. The trick is not minding. They don't mind being criticized or because more likely she just didn't call or even ask for anybody. So she cites a 2018 River Valley graduate, Alexis Asapow, who says, when he made the comment that marriage should only be between a man and a woman, my jaw dropped to the floor. I honestly thought I was hearing it wrong. I had to look around and see if other people were having the same reaction that I was. And they were. So one source will take her word for it because, of course, this lazy reporter is not going to go ask anybody else. Alexis Asapah continues. I felt like crying when I heard some people in the crowd clapping. Oh, see, there were people who approved of this. Good for you. Good for you for approving this. Now, where is this going to go? You know where it's going to go. You know where it's going to go. Jim McGuire's company is going to be picketed. Jim McGuire is going to be targeted. Jim McGuire is a guy who's a public servant. He is on the Marion County Board of Developmental Disabilities. He's taking up his time to help her serve handicapped people. He was named by the commissioners of Marion County. They're absolutely positively going to try to cancel him off that board. You know it's going to happen. And so, of course, the agency has to issue this woke statement Jim is a new board member. He has attended two board meetings and has been supportive of the developmental disability community for all. Still, still, we are an agency that believes in inclusion for all. So obviously we took this very seriously. You know what I bet? I bet they don't believe in inclusion for all. I bet they don't believe in inclusion any longer of Jim McGuire on this board because they're going to get all kinds of pushback from woke, crazy people who don't want any mention of God in their graduation speech from a guy who was invited to give his personal experience and view to graduates of what has worked in his life. He's doing what he's asked to do. You know what? Have you ever given a speech? Have you ever given a speech? Like how many people? What's the number one fear most people have? Giving a speech, right? Public speaking. Have you ever given a speech where you had to like sit down, prepare, give thought to, craft a message within a time frame, stand up, do it in front of people? And Jim McGuire's thanks for that is that he speaks from the heart. He takes a public stand for his religion. Now, I ask you, if the valedictorian of the class had gotten up and had been told, hey, hey, don't say anything about being gay and had said something about being gay, how would that have been viewed? Oh, as courageous, but not Jim McGuire. He dared take a stand for God. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.